All right, welcome back to another episode of Roof Civilian. I am joined by some popular co-hosts. This is Zolana. This is Jacob. Yeah, like the response to you guys has been pretty awesome. So sweet. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? We're Batman. talking about Batman. <laughs> the history of the Batman. Like so, I I kind of got this in my head because I I hated on Robert Pattinson and I shouldn't have. And like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go dive into this and like. What I realized is there's just way too much story if, like, I wanted to do all the comic books and all the movie adaptations, like, all the... Everybody that's ever been involved, it'd be so fucking impossible. This is a legit, legit concern for not being interested in him, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I follow. I follow. Well, like, that was... Uh, at first, I was just like, fuck that, fuck that. You know, like, I just didn't like the way he looked. The Twilight guy. I, yeah, I, I couldn't I, get over the sparkliness. Yeah, and I'm going to give him his chance because I've seen a lot of backstage stuff now. And, you know, and I hope he has a speedy recovery. He just tested positive for COVID-19. Well, that sucks. Uh, which really sucks. But, you know, like the way I look at it now is like I really enjoy Batman so much. Just bring me Batman. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's not Batman. I was like, blah, blah, blah. Well, think about it. I, I think back when Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, mm-hmm. and I was like, Heath Ledger's the Joker. I hated and he on it for the longest time. so great. Yeah. I hated it on, on the longest time for no reason. Yep. It was because I wanted to be one of those comic book nerds or snobs. Yeah. Those comic book snobs are like, oh, fuck that. That's not the Joker. Gotta stick true. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, the one thing that I kind of realized, I was like talking to my pops and it like popped into my head. One of my last conversations with him, we were talking about cartoons and stuff like that. And I brought up Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. And like we were talking about like what I grew up with. And he's like, Keith, like what you grew up with is like a like what not what I grew up with. Like Spider-Man's been around longer than you've been alive. Yeah. So like what you're into is not even the original Spider-Man. Yeah, it keeps evolving. Yeah. And like, yeah. like he's told, like, what, what you're into is not even the original Spider-Man. This is the original Spider-Man. And I'm like, wow. So where do I get off? being like no fuck that that's not you know like, yeah it changed it's, it's a generational thing kind of because of when when the they come out it's almost like it's a new generation yeah. that's watching it and so to them that's batman whereas like to me adam west is Batman. yeah <laughs> adam no one messes with adam we <laughs> i'll get you adam <laughs> the noise should have been afraid of me <laughs> yeah, sorry, we got off on Adam West. We, obviously, we all love Adam West. So, yeah. Yes. So, like, uh, my favorite Batman, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get into this, and we talked about it earlier, is uh, just Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who did the voice in all the animated series, like, mm-hmm. all the video games. Like, uh, him and Mark, you know, it was Mark Hamill did the Joker. Yeah. So, like, when I read the comic books, th- those are the voices that I hear. Those are, like, the voices I expect when I, when I see somebody else, like, trying to play them live. And like you know what, like getting back to what I was saying earlier, you can't you can't just stick on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I understand what you're saying though, because of um, that was a huge part of my life. The animated series was, yeah. and I was kind of the same way. Like I would compare, you know, Batman to Batman to Batman. But then when you think about it, it's just they're so different to compare yeah. them. It, it's like well, we'll get apples into and oranges. We'll get into it later. But like what you compare like the '60s Batman, mm-hmm. the '30s Batman to like 2020s Batman. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not even hardly the same thing anymore. No. And, you know, and that's far be it from us. But, like, oh, no, that's not Batman. Because, like, none of us were born in 1939 and no. <laughs> had the original comic book. I mean, maybe that's my superpowers. I'm just born and born and born and <laughs> born. Interesting superpower. <laughs> no, it's not. Reincarnation? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to our sources that I use for tonight's episode. I've, 
you know, I, I studied it for about a week or so and then kind of just fell back on like the stuff that I knew and went back and fact check it. It's kind of what I said earlier. Yeah. So the, one of the one of my favorite sources that I, is a, a documentary I watched today called a it's called Batman and Bill and it's about uh, the actual conceptualization of where Batman like because it involved uh, Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Those were like those are the two people that eventually got credited for the creation. Have you heard this story before? Like Bill Finger and Bob Kane? No. So, so they're they're basically just they were kind of getting by in comic books and stuff like that, and they wanted an answer. Just like more or less, like Superman was out, and like uh, the I forget the name of the editor. For, it wasn't DC Comics just yet. The editor came to him is like, okay, let's think. We need a new superhero. Yeah. And like so, Bob Kane goes home, draws this really weird looking guy. He comes up with the idea of Batman. He comes up with the word Batman. He comes up with that. Okay. So, but uh, he draws this weird guy that's like in this weird tight red suit, and, yep. like, and he has like uh, uh, like stiff black wings, and and he's just like he finally calls him Bob Finger, and he, uh, Bob Finger is like one of these, he's like a Stan Lee as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So Bob Finger comes in and like well let's let's draw him this way. So he's supposed to look like a bat, right? So let's change it from bright red to black and tan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes <laughs> <You know>? sense. <laughs> yeah. Like let's um. Let's uh, give him some ears so he looks like a bat, and let's put a, yeah. let's put a bat on his chest. So, all uh, if you really think about it, both of them conceptualized Batman. Yes. So when it finally got picked up, and uh, just it was uh, March of nineteen, yeah, nineteen thirty nine. It was uh, Detective Comics issue number twenty seven. Okay. So that was when the very first Batman issue came out. So like it kind of like like started getting in popularity, and everybody like only name that was on the book was. Bob Kane. Really? Bill Finger's name wasn't in there. Oh, wow. That's yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> exactly as bullshit. And that was kind of like the nature of the beast at that time. Like, it's like the uh, main like writer. and so it was his first. He was the idea of it first. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. I, and I hate to say it, Stan Lee is super guilty of that. Like, oh, Stan, yeah. Stan Lee is one of my favorite. You know, he's like, God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. he, you know, he... Like he's he's personally responsible for Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and but he didn't do it, all of it. You know, like Mm-mm. there there is like Jack Kirby. There's and a blah, team blah. involved when it comes yeah. to comic books. There's a whole team. Especially at that time, it was like it's not like social media where you can just put it on like YouTube. And yeah, you or, have, or do it in a day because you have the programs to do so. Right. You know, yeah. so you you can do your own stuff now, but. Back then, it was it's all hand done. Everything yeah. was hand done. Have you ever seen the photographs of like the old? Con- it's, I came across it through the research, looking through those those books mm-hmm. that I showed you. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reference those later. But uh, mm-hmm. these uh, images of like these old comic book studios where there's 50, 60 people, yeah, all working on one book. Like this person, this person is drawing the ink on this page. Yep. This person is doing the shadows on this page, and they literally just do it like an assembly line. Mm-hmm. And by the time it comes to the end, it's been all inked and lettered and wow. uh, colored. It's a really crazy process. Yeah, I, I wanted to do comic books when I was in high school. Me too. I yeah, think, I think I most did. of this audience probably did. Yeah, probably did. Yeah, and it, it just—I don't know. I tried. I I did do one comic book all the way through from cover to nice, end. Nice. Nice. But then I was like, this is a lot of work. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'll just read them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drew a lot, and like I've shown, I've shown you guys a lot of my artwork. I, yeah. I pretty much exclusively draw comic book stuff because that's just what's easier for me because that's what I've always looked at. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I know how to draw that because I've seen it three thousand times drawn this way or that or the other. But anyway, I'm going off topic here. <laughs> 
But like so, this time around this time period is when like you know the writers would get the credit, like the co-creators and artists got no credit. They got paid, but they weren't on the page. Yeah. You know, and that's a big deal on comic books. Yeah, how are you gonna keep advancing if you don't get your name out there? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like who's gonna hire you? Like, oh, well, this is you know, I worked on this. Like, well, your name's not on it. Prove it that you worked on right. it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because any Joe Schmo can go in there and be like, I drew this. Yeah, yeah I was working with Stan Lee. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's the response you probably got. So you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And and where's your to, note proving it? Yeah. <laughs> where's the, oh, your certificate of authenticity, sir? Yeah. <laughs> That's a nerdy thing to say. But uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. I, you said that's a nerdy thing to say. I was just like, nah. <laughs> so, through, you know, we went a couple decades. You know, Batman kind of waned. And, you know, like like I said before, I can't cover everything. I'm just covering on, like, what was big for me, what like what I thought was great all throughout Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's going to be mostly, like, cinematic stuff and, and, you know, like the movies, cartoons, because that's what hit me the most. And that's what got me into the character. Same. And then I became more of an avid reader as an adult, which it kind of usually goes backwards. Like, yeah. I, you know, initially I was like a preteen and stuff like that. I was all into the cartoons. And then as I got older, I was, a, I was able to buy the comic books. And yeah, that's same. Um, I didn't actually start being able to read the comic books until I was in high school. Yeah. But I always watched the TV show. Which was so The great. original one, yeah. And then watched the animated series one as well. Yeah. And those were amazing. There's, that's how they hooked us in. And that's how they got our generation. Oh, yeah. That's, so this, I was just all excited. Like, guys, I have so much research. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so in 1965, Bill Finger goes to the very first Comic-Con in New York. The very first Comic-Con. It was in a hotel. Like, there, there was a story that when he walked in, there was a drunk guy passed out in the lobby. Oh, my hmm. gosh. I would have never thought it was that old. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah I was unaware of that. You know, and I got that from the documentary I was talking about, Bill and Batman, you know, because they actually talked to Bill Finger. It's pretty crazy. Like, so he, you know, he walks, this kid, the story that the documentary explains, this kid walks in and sits down and he sees, like, all these huge comic book editors and stuff like that. And it's the first Comic-Con ever, you know. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh, who are you here to see? And the kids are whatever. And he's like, do you guys want to meet the creator of Batman? Uh And the kids go, oh, yeah, Bob Kane, Bob Kane. He's like, no, no, Bill, go meet Bill Finger. And, nice. and then, he, like, it just blew everybody's mind. Yeah. The like, wait a minute, like, this guy didn't create it by himself. It, it'd be like finding out, like, Stanley didn't, you know, Stanley did 100% create Spider-Man on his own. Yes. Like, like uh, Jack Kirby was the 50% of that. But he also didn't get credit at first either. You know, like, that was just the way comics worked back then. Yeah. But, you know, eventually, he actually started getting, um, like, people started fi- finding out who he was, and he wrote this article and I wrote it down because it's hard to say for some reason. It says, truth be known, fingers in the plot. So he wrote a two-page article explaining. They, they actually put out, and I forget what publication they put it out. There's a two-page article about how artists work with writers, and the, the, the regular people didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. So, so now this is the dawn of the age of people needing credit. So okay. like they're, they get paid. Because of, because of this guy's article, people get paid. Nice. You know, like, it's the law. Nice. I thought that was a pretty cool little story. Like, I'm not going to dive in 100% on all that stuff, but I thought that was really cool that Batman led to, like, artists needing to get paid in comic books. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah, it's a cool little story, right? Yeah. (laughs) So eventually they, like, started working together, and they started putting books out. You know, like, he he got his credit. You know, so he's finally on the, you know... 
Bob Kane, Bill Finger, it's finally on the book, so people are buying it. There's you know, there's controversy, blah blah blah, but now everybody's on page. You know, yeah. so now they get to put out the first issue of Batman, which is pretty damn awesome. You know, I mean, the first, the very first one he came out in, like I said before, was uh, DC number twenty-four. It was just, it was came out March March thirty-ninth. It was him just fighting thugs. March thirty-ninth. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> March thirty-ninth. Yep, yep. And I wrote it down up here, nineteen thirty-nine. March yep. of thirty-nine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said March thirty-nine. Yeah. The, th- the big thing is like we're covering almost eighty <clears throat> years of a character's history. Yeah, that's insane. It, like seriously, it's like so. I'm taking big, broad strokes. That's like there's no way that I could talk about absolute. I mean, everything. you see it, yeah. and it looks you. You can tell that it's old, but you would never think the 30s, Dude, like, yeah. the 60s. Obviously, I know that, but <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Like the, when like when comic books in the 60s came along, they completely or it's such a hybrid of like when you see things like if you look at like a 30s comic book is to like something that comes out right now, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's all like computerized and can be as allowed to be hypersexualized and violent. Back then, you weren't allowed to. That's why we had a character like Batman initially, yeah. like didn't kill people. Um, this is kind of off topic, but kind of on topic. When was Captain America made? Nineteen forty-two. Okay, so that's kind of awesome that I know that off the top of my head. That is yeah, pretty is. awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's one of my favorite characters. I, I forget the name of the issue that he was in, but yeah, it was nineteen forty-two. Because I, I did some research on Captain America a while back. Yeah, I was going to say, he had to have been back there yeah. with that. Well, he is like, you know, he's the red, white, and blue hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. like I was talking about earlier with Superman, like, truth, truth justice, and the American way. Yep. You know, like, that was just, comic books weren't 100% an American thing, but they were mostly an American thing. You know, with the heroes and villains. And yeah. So, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to tra- stay on track here. I smoked a little <laughs> too much, guys. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> So we're going to go with the early comics. I kind of wanted to get into uh, the very first guy. The first editor he had was named Vin Sullivan. He's the guy that gave Batman a chance. Like he, He's the guy that was like, okay, like write me a story. you know. And that's when you get that classic picture of him swinging with the... I'm sure you guys have seen it somewhere. Oh, point yeah, 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 yeah. Or it looks like it was drawn in the 30s. <laughs> yep. So like he's the one that really gave it life. He's like, okay, guys, let's, you know, let's, let's make some comic books. So that's when he got with uh, Bill Finger and... Fucking Bob Kane. I almost stumbled over myself again. <laughs> so that, that's when they started to actually work on the book and put put the books out. And he didn't mm-hmm. have he didn't have his first issue right off the bat. It was all in Detective Comics. Okay. So you know it went on for a while. We, we were just like fighting street thugs, and that's just literally all he was. It was just like uh, he fight mobsters, and nobody was, really. You so he was a supporting character. <laughs> yeah. So this was like the the lighthearted time of DC Comics, to where stuff was you know like. Pow, bam, whack. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was really interesting. You know, there was no, like, supervillains yet, so I looked into it. His very first supervillain he ever fought was Hugo Strange. He's, really? Yeah, and he was uh, he was introduced in uh, DC Comics number 36. He was, like, their very first supervillain. Wow. Yeah. It, more or less, he... That's w- awesome. Yeah, I thought so, too. I was, yeah. like, I, was, I literally Googled, what was the first villain Batman ever fought? Yeah, and that's why it came up. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll trust Google. Hopefully, I'll get fact checked. <laughs> but uh, so you know, Hugo Strange was a big hit. Like Batman, Batman going against somebody that because Hugo Strange was a scientist and he like mm-hmm. made zombies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, it's got to progress from there. So the next we get the Joker. Yeah, the jo- the Joker was in 1940 and Batman issue number one. 
Nice. So like after Hugo Strange come through, after he was after that issue came out, they were like, oh, okay, let's just fucking make Batman a title. Nice. So yeah. isn't that dope? Yeah. You know you struck gold when you've only done like twelve issues or something. And they're like, all right, you're on your own. It's kind <laughs> of funny that the first issue was the number one issue was with Joker and I'm, Joker's yeah, I didn't number know that. one Joker's like OG. villain. Yeah, I did not know that. Like, that's like, pretty cool. I would have guessed he was like his first villain. That would have been my first guess. Yeah. But like, I didn't never, I never thought about it. So actually, I looked into it and like uh, one of the other sources I had tonight was that the visual, the visual history of DC Comics. Yeah. That's where I found a lot of these like. The, the year that this character came out and mm. and like what story arc he was in and who created him and it was pretty crazy stuff nice yeah so joker came out in batman number one and it was uh released and it was actually launched it was a spring launch like i don't know why i wrote that down it was just part of the thing it was it was like it, <laughs> it was a it was a spring launch of, of it for it to get that time of release is really big because that's when like the new issues of the big stuff are coming out. Mm. So he got he got to be Batman, you know, fighting the Joker. Like everybody, yeah. everybody's like, who the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, brand new. Basically, to them, it's a brand new uh, hero. Yeah, and you got to remember how campy. You know, to us it's campy, but back yeah. then, like you know, imagine being a kid in 1940. I'm like picking up a Batman comic book. Like, what the fuck is this shit? I <laughs> would be like, dude, I always knew Superman was a pussy. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Especially if you didn't have access to that kind of stuff. And yeah. But, you know, this is, you gotta, what I was getting at is you got to remember this is a time where it was still kind of campy, like nobody's dying yet. Was there a radio show? There was, yeah. I, I saw that, but I didn't see enough of it to write it down to like, because mm. there's been, like DC actually had a radio show, like channel like that, Superman, Batman. I even think they did the Justice League. Nice. Yeah. It's, that's something worth looking into. I'm going to have to check yeah. that out. Yeah. That's, and now I'm like, shit, I know I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so next after the Joker, we have the Penguin. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yep. Dude, Penguin's awesome, dude. I like Penguin. He's one of my favorites because he's got all those all the weapons in his umbrella. Oh, yeah. That's legit, oh, yeah. man. He's just real kooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you feel sorry for the Penguin. Oswald like, Cobblepot. Yeah, you're just like, oh, he's trying. He's trying. <laughs> <laughs> Like Danny, I love Danny DeVito's version. Yeah, I thought that was gold. You know what I mean? Like, I actually have to bring it a little bit newer and, and say I, I liked the version in Gotham of the, oh, him being yeah, younger. Yeah, um, I thought that I he did a really good name. job. That's one show I fucked up on my research. I didn't write anything down about Gotham. Oh, that's me that's dropping okay. the ball. I we, know about we it. We watched that one. We so watched Gotham, the whole thing. Yeah, Gotham's good. good. Gotham is yep. really good. <laughs> Like that's like I was like what I didn't write down anything about Gotham. It's a great show. <laughs> like, I didn't write anything down about Birds of Prey either. Birds of Prey was a short run, like because uh, I'll get into it. But WB eventually, the Warner Brothers eventually uh, procures uh, DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure you've seen at the opening of every Batman movie, Warner Brothers. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- even the, the animated series opens up with the WB. Right. That's right. So next, I, I'm going down the rogues gallery. Next, we got the Riddler in 1948. One of my personal favorites, Edward Edward Nigma. It's funny. Oh, I, yeah. I know most of the shit off the top of my head. I just like like writing my notes here. Like okay. So he came in 1948. It was called the Question. Was his first issue. Nice. And it was it was just a big green green uh, question mark. So nice. he, he's I always thought like Jim Carrey as him was so awesome. Yeah, I still like from. The uh, the Batman show with with Adam West, 
Oh, I still like yeah, the Riddler yeah. from that. that that's always his, I, been what I hold the other Riddlers to. I have his name written down. I just haven't got to that point yet. But, oh, okay. But yeah, I loved him. Like he actually came and went, and they replaced him with Gomez Adams for like three episodes. Oh, and, did they? Really? And they expected nobody to say anything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember they, that. They, they literally the guy that played Gomez Adams in the original Adams family played the Riddler. Oh, <laughs> I bet wow. if I saw it though, I'd be like, okay. You'd recognize it like after the yeah. show, after the show, I'll Google image it for you. You're gonna be yeah. like, holy crap! I was a little <laughs> kid, so I probably would just like, he looks different, still the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, cor- uh, I'm noticing I didn't write the the villains of the Rogues Gallery down in chronological order. I just wrote down the ones that popped in my head first. So I thought the ones that were important. So next we have Catwoman. She came out in 1940 in uh, issue number 11. My favorite. Batman 11. The Selena Kyle. She's definitely an awesome character. That's been oh yeah, been portrayed in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um. I, I've always loved Catwoman, and yeah. I always thought Michelle Pfeiffer was uh, just yeah, like the, the, right out of my yeah, mouth. she yeah. was just awesome. But uh, Eartha Kitt. Oh, you beat me oh, to yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. She was it. just she's she the was that, the one who who was just like the original, just the best. She's the, she was the one to always go like perfect. Yes, she could actually purr. I I, I can't. I can't do, do it. it either. Yeah. If I tried, it would just like pop in the mic and be super annoying here. Oh, I don't even know how it would come out. So I'm just not even gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> Saying at this point, we're at this point, all these characters. Are still created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Nice. So we haven't had any change of hands yet. Okay. So that's kind of rare to, like, this much of a run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a solid 10 years right there. Yeah, that's very yeah. rare. It's very rare. So next we have a Two-Face, one of my personal... Fa- I say that every time. That's why I thought was why I wrote this list. That's why I love Batman is I love all the characters. Like, Harvey Dent's so awesome because he started out... He was he his, was his friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. And he couldn't do anything about, you know, do anything about him being... Like, like there's, I've seen it represented in a couple of different ways. Like, yeah. one where he falls in acid, one where mm-hmm. he's in an explosion. Mm-hmm. It just depends on which continuity, whatever. But, you know, Batman blames himself for it. And I love his whole, like, flipping the coin. And the, oh, yeah. It's the best. Oh, yeah. I, I was never able to learn how to flip a coin. I but can do it. I like, always wanted to just because of him. I can do it with my thumb. That's it. Oh, yeah. I, I can't do because, you know, he goes across his knuckles. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm no like, way. I want to do that, but I'm just not that talented, man. That was one of the <laughs> coolest things about Two Faces. He had that swagger. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, yeah. He'd be like smoking a cigarette out of one side of his mouth and like drinking a martini with the other side of his mouth. My favorite uh, um, Harvey is from the animated series. Yeah. Man. That's the one where he gets burned by acid in that that's right one. yeah he's, i remember he's like laying on the side of like a, a walkway and the walkway blows yeah, yeah. And then it's in the opening of the show yep then his fiance uh his fiance leaves him too which i always was like i was a little kid and i'm like dude that's fucked up yeah right and the thing is is like harvey is is actually mentally ill he's a legitimate split personality like you still have harvey over here and then you have two face over here like they're they are two brains at war with each other Yes. Which makes him a really interesting character. Well, there's a lot of psychological stuff coin, in though. Batman. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, that's why they have Arkham Asylum. Right. The, they're all insane. Yeah. So. I saw, what, I forget what the story arc was or the universe that it was in, but it's a, it's a, it's like a Joker story arc. And mm-hmm. then it turns out that it, the entire time it's been Batman and Arkham Asylum having a hallucination because he's been admi- admitted for being crazy. It's like, it's just a one shot issue. Oh, wow. oh, it sounds <laughs> so familiar. 
I, I, dude, it's one of my favorites. So many, so many different things to think about when it comes to it that I'm like, I don't know which one to recall. One of my favorite screenshots, like, you know, the splash pages, mm-hmm. is it's Batman in Arkham. They don't make you take off your outfit, your costume until you choose to do it because like it's a therapy thing of like letting go of this like split personality or identity. Mm-hmm. So like Bruce is still in his suit. Nobody really knows who he is yet. Yeah. And uh, uh, Crane, Professor Crane, the guy. I'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah. He, uh, he comes in and like tries to lift up his his mask and he starts fighting but the splash page is like 10 orderlies trying to hold Batman down while Batman's bolted to the wall and he's got his feet against the wall and the chains are breaking free from the wall nice and it's a big word bubble that just says I'm not insane nice <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, it's, they're like um that's what everybody in here says yeah so that's oh man yeah I like got that picture in my head and that's, I would love that as a poster He's oh, just yeah. like, I'm not insane. So, yeah, but yeah. I just talked about uh, Crane, uh, the Scarecrow. He came out in 1941, which, but nice. he wasn't in originally in DC Comics. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in a he was in a company called World's Finest Comics. Number he, he came out in issue number three, and then DC bought World's Finest. So that, that happens a lot with comic book companies. Like they end up buying each other's characters. Mm-hmm. Then we have Mister Freeze in 1959. Nice. The, I always loved Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Just because of how cheesy it was. Yeah, exactly. I always <laughs> felt so bad for him because he's only being bad to try and save his wife. Yeah, like, like, he's like, not like a bad he's, guy. He's like forced into it, and then Batman's like, I don't care, I'm going to beat your ass anyway. Yeah. I wrote, this one, I wrote this one down because I just I particularly like Mr. Freeze and like what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. So he was originally created by Dave Wood and Sheldon Molodoff. Mm-hmm. So like those are like what you we were talking about earlier, a writer and illustrator team. Okay. So you know at this point like people are getting credit. That's why I wrote that down. Sweet. And then so he originally started off as Mister Zero and then became Mister Freeze before he hit the comic books. Oh okay. Yeah. So that's like what I would call like our golden age of Batman. Like I said, I'm repeating myself, but I just don't want people to get mad. Like I'm just covering as much as I can without losing y'all. <laughs> So for me, my real introduction to Batman is this. It came out in 1986. It's Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's real dark and gritty. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne is 55. Yep. And that's what uh, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman is based off of. Mm. Yes. That, that's why I loved it so much. Yes. He looks like the artwork from Frank Miller. Yep. And, uh, so the Frank Miller, it was a four-story arc, or it was a four-book art arc, and spoiler alert, it's been 30 fucking years. At the end of it, the Joker dies, and Bruce Wayne fakes his death fighting Superman. And, like, Bruce Wayne literally plugs his bats, like a mechanical bat suit, kind of like they did in the movie, the Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. movie. They kind of like that, but he powers his suit off, off of the light post that his parents were killed under. So it's like this super iconic spot. Wow. And Superman comes in, and, it's, and like he's all powered up with kryptonite, and he punches Superman out of the air, and they get this, it's a badass book. I need to reread that. Uh, yeah. And Joker dies at the end like by stabbing himself. I really need to reread that. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's where, this is where, like, we were talking about earlier about uh, like previous generations' versions of things, and us mm-hmm. like kind of like predetermining, oh, that's not the real thing. Yeah. So this is where our generation, or my generation of comic book nerds, this is where we discovered Batman, the dark Batman, the Frank yes. Miller Batman. Like the one that's not that this can't be pow, zam, whack. I was always into the X-Men and all that stuff, but it was always too 
goody two shoe for me. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 I always like with Jubilee, just like I shoot fireworks. Like <laughs> what? No, I need I need something a little bit more like layered like an onion. Yeah, and layers Batman, like an onion. Batman is so many layers. He's got so many layers. Yeah, that's a actually a really good way to put it. Because mm-hmm. like when we got into it, I mean our generation when we discovered Batman, he was already like in the black and gray, mm-hmm. and like he was a dark character. Like and Frank Miller's I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, but Frank Miller's what. Uh, got me into like the batman character of being dark and being this detective and a martial arts expert and yeah so, same yeah so i'm gonna... well not the martial arts ex- expert i'm not <laughs> uh, well i will not claim to be <laughs> yeah so that brings me to like because i don't want to jump ahead too much but i had i realized i need to give homage to this one because i didn't write this down until a little bit further in my notes just forgive me chronologically we're just going to talk about batman the original batman show yes please yes we need to talk about this one so this came out in uh, 1966, and it had 120 episodes. I had no oh, idea. I didn't, that was that. I didn't so know there was that many. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So of course we got Adam West as Batman. Yep. We got Burt Ward as Caesar, uh, Burt Ward as Robin. Mm-hmm. We got Penguin as Burgess Meredith. Like he was the guy that came up with. Mah, 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 mah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then the Joker, of course, was Caesar Romero, and you have a yep. story about that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um. I'm actually related to. That's Caesar so Romero. cool. That's so I'm not exactly <laughs> sure where he is on the branch in the family tree, but it's on my my mother's side. Um, it drove me crazy never... that I forgot to write this down. I was like, "Fuck, we need to talk about." Yeah, this. <laughs> um, but I, I never got any good stories about him. So there's that. Was, there, mean, was there bad stories? Yeah, he was just a womanizer, <laughs> and and that's why he didn't want to shave his mustache off. He's afraid it was going to take away from his like attractiveness to the ladies. But it's like, dude. You're the Joker. You're on television. You're whatever. You don't need the stupid ass mustache. But he was Cesar Romero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I never met the guy personally. So yeah, it's still cool though. Yeah, no, it it is. And but that's also why I think I I like the Joker so much. Is because of there. That's always been there with me through that the whole entire yeah. time of me. That's me just cool. Batman. Like that's yeah. like I'm related to that guy. Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, Catwoman, we had the original one was Lee Merriweather. Mm-hmm. And then we had Eartha Kitt. And yep. then there was one more, Julie Newmar. Yeah, yeah. Julie Newmar. Yeah, yeah. Ju- yeah, I didn't Julie even write Newmar. that down. That just came to me. I was like, yeah. Because oh, yeah. she was the one that I thought was all super hot. Like the They were all, like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only one I, ha- I I haven't liked is Halle Berry. I just don't I, think she got in the character yeah. enough. I have to agree with you on that. And then I'm, I'm well, She wasn't sorry. even Celia Kyle. She was Patience Williams. Yeah. Which is like, it's probably an alternate universe. Whatever, like I just said, don't judge. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I think that the costume design on that was all wrong. Like, maybe had she had a different costume that was better, yeah. you know. I, I don't know exactly She'll how always be Storm to me, though. Exactly. That's yeah. it was it was so hard for me to detach her from other movies I've seen her in and then to see her as Catwoman. It just seemed like so off the wall. Then you see Swordfish and you're like, No, Storm, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wolverine. No, what but are you, you doing? had you had to see Storm you had to see Swordfish. <laughs> like Wolverine, what are you doing to Storm? <laughs> I, I couldn't get that out of my head. <laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant. It, it, yeah, it's, it's very relevant, and it's funny, so. <laughs> that was, like, they did a couple movies together, didn't they? But I can't really think of anything else that Hugh Jackman's done other than Wolverine, because he's just Wolverine to me. Like, mm. I know he was in Les Miserables. Yeah, he was. Uh, I, I know he's been in other movies, but I just I can't, can't think of him yeah. right now. 
It's just Logan. I was trying them all. Yep. And it's just like, you're like, dude, you're this. That's just deal with it. That's who you are the rest of your it life. must not have been in anything else. Dude, I can't think of shit. Nope. <laughs> I can't think of shit. I can't think of anything. I'm, you know, he's from Australia, and I'm sure they have all kinds of. They're probably. This, he's probably, if you ever listen to this podcast, we've had like, people what listen to What do you mean I ain't done shit? Like, this guy thinks he's a nerd, and he's calling him Wolverine, and saying, I haven't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't do a, I can't do an Australian accent, so I'm not even going to try. Oh, don't worry. I really wish you would. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't we have we we have people that listen to that listen to us in Australia. I have to show some respect. Okay. <laughs> if you do it really well, that would be very respectful. But I can't. <laughs> it's like my Irish accent. It's like I'm Irish and it's disrespectful to myself. Because mm. it's so I, I bad. I, it's I so can't bad. do like any voices. They all come out sounding exactly the yeah. same. Which is just some weird accent that's just made up. <laughs> <laughs> So then uh, Alfred was uh, Alan Napier. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's spelled N-A-P-I-E-R. Napier, maybe. Which is interesting because it, the Joker's name in the 1989 Batman movie was Jack Napier. Interesting. I just oh, thought about I just put that together since he's like said it out loud. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. But I didn't even think about that. So then the Riddler was Frank Grassani. He was the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He, he was crazy. Yeah. He was my favorite. My dad, God bless my dad's soul. Like, I just remember one time, he's like, Dad, I, oh, I was talking to Dad about Batman and stuff. He's like, yeah, I just found out the Riddler is gay. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember this was like 89, 90. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? He's like, let's just watch Batman, son. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably just so confused. You're just sitting there watching it like, I don't know. This means. Yeah, that's What's the only the relevance, and that's the only time I've ever heard, ever heard him say something like that. So, like, yeah. before and after, like, okay, I just stuck out of my head because it was so out of character. Like, yeah, he was probably like, for some reason, you got to remember, he was born in the '60s or mm-hmm. the '50s, so it probably was a shock to him. He was probably like, well, yeah. you know, it's whatever. Different generation, yeah. So, Not that that makes you know an excuse, right? Like yeah. But but you know, <laughs> you know in it hindsight, is what it is. in hindsight, it was innocent and funny. Yeah, it was innocent and funny in hindsight. Like he didn't mean oh, yeah. it. he wasn't malicious about it. He was just like, I just found out the Riddler's gay. He's just kind of <laughs> just just found out. He's a little shocked, but then yeah. he's like, but he did, he's well, he's still the Riddler. He just he basically just told me to shut up and keep watching Batman. So apparently, he didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so lastly, but not least, of like the important characters, we have of course Commissioner Gordon. Yes. He was uh, Neil Hamilton. Apparently, he was famous, and I never saw him in anything else. But, like, he had, the, hmm. he, had, he had this huge Wikipedia list, and I looked him up. So, he, he did all kinds of stuff. He was in a lot of black and white stuff. Really? Yeah. But the, the original Batman show aired on ABC Network, was, which is, like, pretty revolutionary, because that was, like, one of the first, like, five. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Especially, especially in 66. Yeah, you didn't have many options. Like, you were up against, like, Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think that was, I do actually remember watching, like, because you know that, like, in the mid-90s, they would rerun that old stuff. They'd do, like, Mr. Ed and shit like that. Yeah. I do remember seeing Batman and Happy Days and yep. all that silly shit like that. Although, oh. see, I, I remember when we were little kids and, and we would watch it, like, I'm talking, like, you know, little. And it would be uh, the Batman show and then there would be the Brady Bunch. Right. And, like... And it would all like play together, but then like in another few hours, it would just all play all over again yeah. because there was nothing else on TV. <laughs> like one I looked up when I first started my research, there was two two actors that played Batman before Adam West, mm-hmm. and they were black and white, and the costumes were like really silly. And like I just for some reason I didn't write their names down because mm-hmm. it's not something that I watched and was familiar with. Yeah. But you know this was the history of Batman. But like I said, I'm doing my best. 
<laughs> like we're about half an hour in, and I'm only on my second page, so I'll try to speed it up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just want to, that's the, like, the big thing with Batman, you know, with the Adam West and all that, that kind of set a precedence for, like, what Batman was like, you know, being campy and silly and cartoony. Yeah. And then, you know, then Frank Miller puts out that book of The Dark Knight Returns that I mentioned a minute ago. And, like, that changes everybody's perspective of what Batman is. Like, yep. I remember, like, my dad, my dad's Batman growing up, the one he had growing up was Adam West. Yeah. The one I had growing up was Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's, that right there is just a huge difference. Yeah, it <laughs> right. really is. Right. And, that, and their whole reason that Batman was, like, a badass in that first Mike Tim Burton movie is because of the Frank Miller comic books. He yep. was inspired by all of that. So I remember I wasn't able to see it in theaters because my parents were like, that's too violent for you. <laughs> right. I'm like, what? It's Batman. It's Batman. Come on. It's yeah. Batman. Yeah. So this is the first time we actually see Batman being, like, like, he was always a detective, like, in the Adam West stuff and in the comic yeah. books. But they never really played it up to him being the, the finest the finest detective. And, you know, so around this time is, like, where they focus on him being a detective and a martial artist and being, mm-hmm. being you know, stealthy and a master of the night. And, you know, like, this is the big transition from Batman being silly to being a serious character. Yeah. Which is where we came in. You know, so that's where we get our first. It's uh, the Tim Burton 1989 movie, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, was probably one of the best because I, I just remember seeing that in the theater, didn't you? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I definitely remember. You, you remember being a little kid and having having a bowl of popcorn and the big yellow Batman symbol came up? And I do. I do remember that. I wasn't supposed to see it, but my cousin took me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was to me. That was. I remember going to see that, not really understanding, because I was, God, in 1989, I was probably, like, I was born in 82, so I was, like... Seven. Yeah, so, like, I didn't really understand I was going to see a comic book movie. I'm just like, Batman! Yeah. <laughs> I had all the toys. I just remember I, I loved Catwoman. I was like, I want to be Catwoman! Yeah. That's so, like, not good. So, didn't <laughs> Michael Keaton play him, played him twice, right? Bat, that was Bat, twice, Batman yeah. and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then it was. About, I'll talk about all that. But yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I've, I did want to mention Raz Al Ghul. I wrote that down. Like Raz Al Ghul, we just kind of. I wanted to brush over him in this topic. That uh, Raz Al Ghul is the one that trained him to be a ninja, mm-hmm. be you know a, 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 an assassin. I'm drawing a blank what they're called. All of a sudden, not the hand, the League of Assassins. There you go. You know, with the and that's where like the Lazarus Pit is, mm-hmm. and that's how Raz Al Ghul is immortal. Blah blah blah. So I didn't want to brush over Ra's al Ghul. I didn't want anybody to get mad. But that's the guy that trained him to be a badass. And that's a good... And he'd always been around, but never really part of the story like that. So it, that was, you know, 89, 90. And we get, mm-hmm. you know, we get the Michael Keaton Batman. And, like, the dark version of Batman just gets fucking crazy. You know, everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. So, but I want to go over the cast of, like, the original Batman movie because it was the best. You know, we had Michael Keaton, which was, you know, of course, Batman. Yep. And uh, apparently him and Tim Burton are friends. That's how Tim Burton got... Because Michael, Michael Keaton was already offered the role, and he, he brought in Tim Burton. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Tim Burton, not going to lie. And then uh, the screenplay was by a guy named uh, Sam Karachi. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> and then the producer is John Goober, J-U-B-E-R. Yeah. So that was the producer of the original Batman movie. So we had uh, Tim Burke, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, of course, is the Joker. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, I, yeah. one little cool fact I found out, and I actually saw an interview with Jack Nicholson, Robin Williams was the original person considered to be the oh, Joker. Oh, come on. Dude, tell me about it. 
you know how much I love Robin Williams. He's such yeah. a character actor, yeah. so it's like, how how would that have turned out? The only reason that would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's just like hard to yeah. to imagine because he could take in so many different ways to it, and that would have been how we knew oh, the man. Joker for, yeah. for could years. Could you imagine? Could you imagine growing up with a Robin Williams Joker? Nicholson was great, but oh Still, my god, yeah. And the only reason he did it, didn't do it is because of schedule conflicts. Uh, really? Yeah. I forget he was making some other movie. I think it was like Good Morning Vietnam or something like that. Uh, really? It, it should have been yeah, Batman. It should have been Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, I bet they did screen tests and shit. I would, I would, pay, oh, le- I would pay legitimate money to see Robin Williams auditioning <clears throat> as fucking the Joker. I mean, I, wait, I, you know what? If you could find that, I would so love to watch that. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, that's something worth digging for. And then we can't forget Billy D. Williams. He was he was Harvey Dent. Yep. And, oh, he was also Lando Calrissian in Star Wars, and that's why I love him so much. <laughs> nice. Then we had Kim Kim Basinger. I forget what her character's name was. He's the one that she's the one that uh, Joker kidnaps and paints her face and whatnot. I don't remember what her name was. Like I, I can picture it all, like like I can picture the movie, but I just can't picture a scene where he's like, "Oh, so and so," where he says her name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking about that earlier when I was, I you know I could have just written it down through my research, but I didn't care enough. I was just like that Family Guy, like Kim Basinger, Basinger, Basinger. <laughs> 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 and then uh, we had the the mob boss is Jack Delance. He was such a famous actor, and he was that old guy that Joker walks in and shoots underneath his legs and stuff. Yep. And he's like doing like the dance and laughing and shooting at him. <laughs> and the big thing about this movie is it had a huge success in the toy line. Really? Yeah, like it's, I'm sure you had a Batman action figure. I definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had so many. You probably got it. My dad gave you all my uh, my shit when he wanted to get rid of it. <laughs> I still have some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, you got a bunch of Ninja Turtles That's and right. GI Joes. <laughs> So, of course, with the toy industry, with Mattel and Hasbro, <clears throat> Batman goes fucking through the roof. You know, all the toys are flying off the shelf. Everybody's, you know. It's marketed better, finally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. It's not bad. Pam Whack. It's this guy yeah. with this, it's this, guy with this it's cool badass car. now. Yeah. yeah. I always love, like, his, how stiff Michael Keaton was in the first movie. Like, and he punches and he's all like, you can, you can tell they can hardly move in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're bringing him back for the Batman Beyond. Which is because I don't know. If yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't know how legit that is. I've just seen a bunch of articles and like he wants to do it because he is going to be in the Flashpoint movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's going to be Batman. And there's uh, Michael Keaton and um, uh, Ben Affleck are going to be in it. Nice. Yeah, because so, it's going to be the Flashpoint paradox where he's like hopping around in dimensions and time and stuff like that. No, oh, yeah. wow. Nice. Yeah, should, yeah, dude. I think it's going to be legit. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think that's. I'm gonna, excited. I think that's gonna be the movie that's gonna save the DC universe. You know. Like, I, yeah, I hope. It's. I. I really wanted a lot more out of. Uh, the, excuse me, the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. But so then, the, in the '90s, we got this huge rash of fucking just bad Batman movies. Like I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I didn't oh take. T- I didn't take time to write down all the shit for each one of them, just because they got so progressively bad. I know you said how you know, you like Jim Carrey as the, the Riddler. The yeah. Riddler. But that movie, man, I, I just did not like that movie. <laughs> Me neither. Like <laughs> we got so we had Batman Returns with Keaton, which was great. Yeah. And then we had uh, Batman Forever with with uh, Val Kilmer. Yep. Then we have Batman and Robin with uh, George Clooney and Matt Damon. Yep. And then I think that was the last one of the bad '90s ones. I think. I think. 
So and that's when we actually get to move into the animated series, my favorite. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, the it started off with movies. I didn't know that until I looked into it. Well, okay. its po- its popularity okay. jumped like because it had a couple of pilot uh, episodes in the early. T- it was 1992, and then they started putting out animated movies with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. And the first one, of course, was Mask of the Phantasm. That, oh, uh, that was I, in, I didn't know that that was before. I thought those well, were the first, after. The first episode of the show came out in 92, mm-hmm. but the release of this movie with a with like almost it had a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. It just killed it, and like everybody got interested after that. So that's what made it skyrocket. Hmm. The animated series, Mark Hamill and, and and Kevin Conroy. You don't get any better than that. No, I, I love Mark Hamill as a Joker. Yeah. He's, he's just got the perfect voice. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, there was a couple of random ones, and then there was one called Batman Sub-Zero that was in 98. Mm-hmm. It was just, the animated movies are kind of where it caught its momentum. Then we had Batman and Harley Quinn, which came out in 2017, which was fun because it still had Kevin Conroy's voice. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool, I'll listen to that. I'll watch this. still Kevin Conroy. Right. So the the animated series ran from uh, 1992 to 95, had 85 episodes. I, I thought there would have been a lot more than that. Yeah. So like, from the way it sits in my memory, I thought it was way, way more than that. No, that, that makes sense, because I remember feeling like I got ripped off. Like, when they took it <laughs> off TV, I was like, but why? Well, he comes back for every opportunity to play Batman. Yeah. He's just the voice of Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a thing on YouTube today where he's taking phone calls from fans at Comic-Con. And uh, changing, doing their voicemail as Batman. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> like that would be the coolest thing. I would never ever. I would delete never that. delete that. I would. I would have people call me just to hear that. Yep. Like, dude, you gotta, you gotta hear, you gotta hear my voicemail. Like, this is Batman. <laughs> you know, what's sad though. Is I only have a handful of friends who would be like, "Oh my god!" The rest of them would just be like, "And why who would is you that? Do that?" Yeah. Why would you do that to me? Give me my life back. <laughs> Give me my life. <laughs> So we had uh, Mark Hamill's The Joker, of course, just so iconic. I remember when I found out that Luke Skywalker was The Joker. I was like, "What?" It, like it just like hit me as like yeah. this epiphany. Like, what are you talking about? Because I, f- I found that out when I was pretty young, and, and I didn't, and I still didn't even put two and two together until like I was older. Yeah, but, it took like, me. Cause, I was because I, I had heard it, but I didn't, you know, correlate until I was watching Star Wars. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, that's the same guy." That's the same guy. Right. It took. Me, I didn't put it two and two together until I was in my twenties. Like, oh, okay. I, I just really didn't. I just didn't because at that age I wasn't paying attention who was doing the voice acting and stuff like that. I was. I wasn't reading it. And I, I don't remember when I learned. Yeah, I just. It, I just. One of my friends pointed it out. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we have Warren Lester, which was Robin in the animated series, and went on to be mm-hmm. Nightwing. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the most awesome representations of Robin I thought was in in the animated series. Did you ever watch it, Jake? No, I didn't. That's yeah, the you, you only Robin I did. Some hate. of them, but definitely not all of it. It, it was it, it defined a generation of Batman fans. It really did. Like just the voices, the stories. Like one, he actually, you know, of course, it was famous already. But Kevin Conroy is the one that made it famous. I am vengeance. I am the knight. Yeah. Like that's like even uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman saying that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and then we have Ar- Arlene Shorkin as Harley. You know, the most famous voice of that yep. entire fucking show. Yep. Har- like she's the cool thing is she was actually created for the cartoon. She didn't even exist in the comic books till the cartoon came out. Hmm. And she got she got so popular that they wrote her into the comic books. Now she's fucking Yo, one she's of the exploded. symbols. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girls are dying their hair like her and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and she got famous with like, of course her own issues and then she got went into the suicide squad mm-hmm. and that's how she got famous 
And then we had Melissa Gilbert as Batgirl, that that classic Batgirl. You mm-hmm. know, all of these are classic. Because mm-hmm. Edwin was on the Fox Kids, Fox Kids in syndication. That's like where I saw it first. Yep. Some of the most best storylines, like uh, the ones with the Riddler, of course, were all, always great. The Mark Hamill's Joker was always amazing. I always I wish don't, they, they were all great. I mean, I even liked watching Bane and yeah, the, you know, yeah. uh, the Croc. Killer Croc. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Then what? Um, Clayface. Clayface. I love the episode with Clay, Clayface and how they show how he came to be and everything. But yeah. then they just pour that. They make you him know, solid. Yeah. Pour what? Is, what is it like? It was like face putty or whatever. something like that. Yeah. Of course, Batman came up with it and put it in his utility belt because that's Batman. Yeah, right. That's one of my favorite things about Batman is like, how do you, how do you know who he doing? He's fucking Batman, right? <laughs> you don't question. You know, and of course, Superman was on that show a lot, and that was Jason Martson. He's you know he's still doing the voice to this day, mm-hmm. just along with uh, you know because they all these guys went on to do the JLA cartoon. Did you ever see the JLA cartoon? Mm-hmm. Just that was so mm-hmm. good. I but liked it. It was basically the continuation of Batman and Superman the animated series. Yep, and that's in that that ran from uh, two thousand one to two thousand four. So that that had a good run. It had all the classic voices that I just mentioned, which made it so great. And they brought in Hot Girl and shit. Yeah, that that was on Cartoon Network, so it was for adults. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I, cause I was like, wait a minute, that was a little bit. Yeah, because later. They, well, they realized that people that were following uh, these characters were like are, older yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like especially these characters, like with these voices, and you know, like, I grew up with Cartoon Network, man. Hell yeah. Toonami and now Adult Swim. <laughs> and the, I don't want to. I don't want to leave Diedrich Bader out. He did. He did uh, Batman's voice in the Brave and the Bold. Okay. Which I cartoon I never watched just because I didn't like the artwork. It, they did it kind of like silly, kind of. Hmm. They 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 drew it to look silly on purpose, and I just didn't. You know, I was like, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> Too serious of a person. For I, that. I've, I've been told it was good though. Oh. It just for me, I just I. I'd have to look into it. Yeah, so we had these voices for fuck. We still have them to this day, like three mm-hmm. generations later. So that, like I was saying before, like anytime I read the books, that's the voices I hear in my head. Right. So that's for me. That's kind of what got me going on Batman. We had those crappy Batman movies in the '90s. And then finally, Christian Bale hits the scene. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I hated on him for a long time, just because, like I said, I wasn't like that's not Batman. See, like, I, just fuck it, just let it be a Batman movie and just watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I saw him in The Machinist and and stuff, and he's a he's so a character. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, bring it on to the Batman. And I was I was impressed. And this is the early two thousands too, like mm-hmm. when it all starts getting into production. So, mm-hmm. so we're still kind of like. Reeling from the Clooney the, Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember when it was coming out and they were t- discussing it before the trailers came out and everything. Right. And I, remember, I was yeah. like, God, another Batman movie? I love Batman, but stop desecrating it. Right. You know, it's like they poop all over him in these other movies. And then Ed, so nobody takes him seriously. But it's like, dude, if you read the comic books, you'd know yeah. he's, a, he's just a badass. That's man. how I felt. Like, initially, I hated on Robert Pattinson so much. But then mm-hmm. I, like, started looking at all, like, like the fact that it's based on a long Halloween and like oh yeah okay so this makes sense now he's only been Batman for two years yeah okay all right so okay and I should have known that just from the suit right off the bat but still like it, it's so hard to stop judging like that <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's just hard to think of him going from Twilight to Batman yeah I mean and I like you said I shouldn't judge I shouldn't whatever so I have I have it's an open hard. mind Tr- to trust see. me it took me a while. Yeah. It took me a while. I'm keeping an open mind. We'll see what happens. So th- this was what they called the Nolan trilogy, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was the writer and the director. 
and that came out. It initially started in 2005, or released in 2008. Yep. So you know, it took a while. You know, it's, uh, I remember hating on it when I saw it and then loved it. You know, after I got over the fact. Oh, I loved it, and like, because I saw it in theaters, and I was like, dude, give me more. It, that's you know that's when we got to see Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah, I, I, dude, I I am I. I hated on it for at first. And I was really? like, that was, I was because I was like, that's not the Joker. You hated oh. on a lot of Batman. It sounds like. Yeah, I did. No, it's when like, I saw Heath Ledger, I was like, that is how Joker's supposed to be. He's just totally diabolical yeah. and just I- insane. Yeah, and he, you know, as a an evolving fan, I, I think it's great now. I, I love when he puts the pencil on the table. And he's like, watch this pencil disappear. Yes, yes. Or when he stuffs all the the the, the um, bombs in that guy's chest, sews them back up. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that's <clears throat> that takes some hardcore hate. Yeah. <laughs> and we had uh, Michael Caine as Alfred, like mm-hmm. such a classic. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love the Alfred from uh, Gotham because yeah, you got to see how, Al- how Alfred was how a, he's badass. a badass. Yeah, <laughs> and then because it's like a lot of people just know him as Alfred the old man, but yeah. in Gotham nah, they show yeah, he that he was like, he's a bad oh yeah, and, yeah, he's a bad Alfred Pennyworth. So he's not to be trifled with. Yep, and they have the show out when it comes for him to young, now too. Especially when it comes to young Master Bruce, right? You don't fuck around. <laughs> right? They, is that Penny? Uh, the Pennyworth show is that about Alfred? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I've been I, wanting I to check it. it out, but I haven't. I haven't seen it either. They haven't seen that. That's. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. But the the uh, the first Batman movie, uh, Batman Begins, mm-hmm. it made three hundred and seventy three million dollars in the first week. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, I wrote that. That had to have been huge I wrote back that, then. The only reason I wrote that one down out of any of them is because that's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's, and that, that's worldwide though. You know, like that's that's worldwide. Is that the highest one for any Batman? That's the one that that's why I wrote it down. Yeah. That's the highest one I saw. That's you know, and then he went on and he did the Dark Knight Rises, and mm-hmm. you know, you know the one where he, I forget I forget what even happens, and because I remember the one with the third one where he fights Bane. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember the second one too much. Second one was oh, is that the first one with uh, Harvey? That's what it was. Wait, no, because Harvey, I don't remember. See. I, see, they all like meld into one movie for yeah. me. Cause I, I, I usually watch them all back to back. So yeah, that's because Tom Tom Hardy was Bane, and I thought that was the last one because that's when we like everybody thinks. Oh no, he yeah, died. yeah, yeah. Bane was the last. I just don't one. remember who the, was it. Scarecrow in the second one. I don't remember. I wow. should have this knowledge for this show. I know now. I feel I'm like I'm Batman stupid. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. I think mm-hmm. one of my one of my favorite actors of all time. Do you ever see him in a, a Dracula? Yes. Dude. That's one of my favorite movies. Or uh, Zorg in The Fifth Element. Like, he just... Yeah. He, no. he, he just absorbs into the character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was The Dark Knight Rises was the last one, and then The Dark Knight Returns. Or no, The Dark Knight is the second one. I just don't remember what happens in The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark night. So Nobody that, saw. So that's when I started hating on it. I was like, okay, okay, let's just watch it. So now I want to get to my favorite live action right now. Is Ben? I call him Batfleck. Nice. It's just because he he just looks like the Frank Miller Batman to me. Mm-hmm. It looks like because he's that older, grittier character. The suit's exactly the same. That's I'm, I'm I'm loving it. I just wish he would never have stepped away. Yeah. You know that he's got his own reasons, though, and that he first started Batman in, uh, in 2016 in uh, Batman versus Superman with Henry Cavill. That's kind of where they introduced, you know, Batman to you know this new Batman to the DCEU and mm-hmm. all that. 
And then, uh, so we had to, then he, next he was in Suicide Squad in 2016 for like just a quick shot. And then we had, then we finally had Batman versus Superman, or not Batman versus Superman, but uh, Dawn of Justice. So that's like the arc that he was in. Did, I don't know why he fell out of it, man. I just wish he would have stayed. Like it's gonna be, that's gonna be dope that he's gonna be in the Flashpoint movie. Oh yeah. Did you did you see any of his Batman stuff? Uh, no. Really? That's a shame. Have you seen it? Wait, have what? You, have, you I just have, you, right have you seen any? Have you seen any of Batman? Uh, ben Affleck's Batman? No, I I want to. I I'm in, interested in it. It's super brutal. I, I love have it. not seen it. Why have I not seen it, Jacob? Because we're way behind on superhero movies. Yes. So. Dawn of Justice was like that was one where they tried to get everybody you know, like it's the whole Justice League. Let's. Yeah, and I, I want to see it so bad, but I like to watch everything in order. And yeah, we got to start back, way yeah. back because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding up on this guy over here. You would, it's not only me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to watch movies. You're just not trying to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. You can you can skip those. Anything after Michael Keaton to before Christian Bale, feel free to skip those. You're not going to really be missing out. Oh no, I've seen I've seen oh, okay. everything up until like the the Batman versus yeah. Superman yeah, and, and Dawn of Justice. Those yeah. are the ones I haven't seen. There was some silly storytelling in it. I have to be honest, but it just still like I like Hen- uh, Henry Cavill's Superman or Cavill, mm-hmm. however you say his name. But he's he's a cool Superman. He's he's big. You know he's ripped. But you know like it's they changed the origin again. It's like how many times can they change Superman's origin? Well, they're just trying. They're they're trying to like make this badass out of someone who wears glasses and a suit. Which I mean, <laughs> I understand that. But I mean, right, he, I he, he's, he's, he's he's a newsboy, and then you know he's like, I saved the day too by yeah. just changing into this suit, and nobody knows it's me. Yes, we do, dude. He's <laughs> fucked though. Now there's no more phone booths. Nope. I know exactly what you're doing. There's so much crime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Superman don't know what to do. He can't change. <laughs> So, you know, we had the just, uh, the Suicide Squad, which I love Jared Leto's Joker. I See, just, I did, too. I, I he got. It. I heard Jared a lot Leto's of people awesome. saying yeah. bad stuff about it. Where I loved just like, it. You I know. loved it. It's just like, it's the same way I love to learn Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, it's just it, different. Yeah. I, I, well, because like, I saw a meme. So uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker was the gangster. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger's Joker was the anarchist. Leto, mm-hmm. Leto's Joker was the uh, psychopath and Romero's Joker was the clown. That all makes sense. <laughs> but this, and that's why I liked uh, Jared Leto's um, Joker was because I he, he was, bad. was yeah like he, he was he was insane like he, he just I'm didn't not gonna care. hurt you I'm to be the <laughs> insane one of the Joker is pretty insane yeah. it's pretty crazy I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna kill you I'm just gonna hurt you real real bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I liked it I don't care I liked it. I liked it. Too. Yeah, and then like Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn. I thought she was. Oh a great yeah, choice. I thought she did yeah. really good. I thought she was an awesome choice. Yeah. But like I, I heard tell like just all the stuff I've been like sifting through the last week or so that they're looking at Johnny Depp to be uh, Robert Pattinson's Joker. Really? I don't know how true that is. Like, see, I, he's a character actor, so he would do a lot of research and. You know, try to play the character to what the character is supposed to be. So it would be really interesting yeah. if he did. I want to see Willem Dafoe as the Joker. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> he already looks yeah, like him. Yeah. already. Yeah. Exactly. Did you see the thing I put it on Facebook with him all painted up as the Joker? Yeah. It was the best. I was like, oh, and it was fan made because it was just him like being weird, and nice. they put they put Joker makeup on him. Like hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like him anyways. 
So you know, getting towards that, towards like the most recent movie coming out, we got the Batman with Robert Pattinson that everybody hated on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. Well, not right now. Is everything going on? I'll probably do like video on demand. Yeah. I, I need to do that with Bill and Ted. I really want to see Bill and Ted. Yeah, we're down. Yeah, I want to see that so bad. Yeah. So of course we got Robert Pattinson playing a uh, young Batman. It's modeled after the Long Halloween. It's a story about centers around the Scarecrow and the Penguin and the Riddler, kind of him discovering who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I don't want to give anything away for the movie because it might be completely different. I've just read that it's based on the Long Halloween. Yeah. So if they if they tackle that story, it should be nice and dark, and we get to see like the evolution of Batman, like realizing that he's a badass. Well, from the look of the movie, it's it's definitely gritty. Uh, it do, it does look dark, but it, you know it's only just a little bit of a teaser yeah. that we've you know that they've given out. And then uh, Catwoman is played by Zoe Carten or C A R T U L E N Carten. Like I said, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, man, or the kit. Then we got Paul Dano as the Riddler. I've never seen Paul Dano in anything else. Who is he? I don't, he's he, I don't know. I, I just gonna be the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him before. Like I, I looked at his Wikipedia and I didn't really see anything that popped into my head. Interesting. And of course, we got Colin Farrell as the fucking penguin. That'll be badass. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know, so like you can't hate on this cast. You know, like, no. Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey Gordon as Commissioner Gordon. Or, I mean, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. He was the guy that was in uh, um, uh, the robot thing, the, the HBO robot show, uh, The Westworld. We haven't seen that. One. I haven't seen that. Oh, he, one. He's, Behind. He's in Westworld. <laughs> Okay. Just, yeah, he's a scientist in Westworld. It's pretty good stuff. And then Andy Serkis as Alfred. This dude, same dude that played fucking Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so I'll get I'll give it a chance. You know, now with uh, now with Pattinson like being COVID positive, we're gonna have to wait for a while. But yeah, I wish him speedy recovery. I want to see the movie. I want him to. Yeah, I mean, I I just wish him speedy recovery just because of, dude, all this stuff going on sucks. Did you, did, did you see The Rock and his whole family tested positive? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's such a, he's so fucking healthy, though. He'll be okay. So, yeah, I love I loved The Rock. So that's my history of, like, the movies and stuff. And before I end the episode, I want to uh, just kind of give some honorable mentions for comic book stories to read. If, like, you are interested in getting into the character like some real good stuff that'll kind of get your feet wet you know what i mean <laughs> but and like i said i tried to cover as much as i could but we're like we just passed an hour and i just been talking about batman for an hour straight <laughs> hey That's no problem people, with that. if anybody's gonna listen to this they want to hear exactly that so. <laughs> so some of my best stories like i already mentioned earlier was frank miller's run of, you know the dark knight that's 1986 is good yeah it's written by you know frank miller and alan moore mm-hmm. and then uh, after that we have the killing joke Killing Joke's amazing. It's, uh, it's one of the darkest Batman stories there is. It's uh, the Joker it shoots Barbara Gordon in the stomach, paralyzing her for life. Oh, that's a great he, story. He, he tortures Jim Gordon he, he, like by like cutting, like taking his clothes off and running into this fun house a bunch of times and putting him on psychedelics and shit. Mm. And the end of the book is so amazing. It's uh, the Joker, it, you know, Batman and the Joker like standing front in front of each other and it's raining and. Um, Batman and Joker just are just kind of talking like, "This is why do we keep doing this? This is fucking crazy. Like, why do we keep doing this?" And then at the end of it, Joker starts telling a joke, and it's a silly joke. I'll tell it off the air because it's I don't want to fuck it up. But uh, Joker tells the joke, and Batman starts laughing, which is huge. And then don't laugh. Yeah, and then uh, the 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 next panel is kind of like a like pans down a little bit to where you only see their legs, 
and he Batman or Joker has like a, a word bubble that says ha 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 and then it kind of like trails off into dots like kind of insinuating that Batman just strangled the Joker they don't mm. say it but it's it's the whole I, I have it right here I can show it to you but you know it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome yeah so they basically insinuate at the end of that story because it's, it's what they call a one shot other than they kept uh, Barbara Gordon paralyzed and she became Oracle instead of Batgirl yeah but yeah like I said I can I've got a bunch here like a Death in the Family which was amazing you know a little bit about that one right where they petitioned for which, which Robin to survive yes 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 I was so happy when they killed him off that, that was in 1988 can you believe yeah. that that was when uh, Jason Todd was was Robin and mm-hmm. Joker beat him to death with a crowbar yep and then blew the building up he was in nice <laughs> and yep. then after that we get Tim Drake and then yeah, there's yeah, there's Tim Drake. I can't name all the Robins right now. I've got so much Batman information in my head right now. Dick Grayson was the one well, from the animated series. Well, Dick too, Grayson's right? the original. Is Dick, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. Uh, I'll have to go back and I'm going yeah. to blank. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 it's, like, it's funny. Any other time, I could name off all the Robins like that. You know? <laughs> like, put like, on the spot. Yeah, it was like I. I that was written. Uh, Death and Family was written by Jim Starlin and illustrated by Jim Aspro, which is a really like really great cover. He's like standing, yeah. standing there holding Robin and he's all bleeding and stuff. Yep. So a follow up to that one I gotta suggest is it's called Under the Hood or Under the Red Hood. It's depending on which pu- publication to get it from. Hmm. It's the rebirth of Jason Todd, which was Robin that got beat to death, and he comes hmm. back. He comes back as basically a villain that wears. Like Batman's logo, but he has a vest and it's like silver, chromy, red hood, and he uses guns and kills people. Nice. Yeah, that one is uh, written by Gus Winsk and illustrated by Doug Mankey. Nice. So definitely check that one out. I just got a couple more for you. The Nightfall. Nightfall is a series where that's the series where Batman gets his back broke. Yep. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, real super iconic. Written by Chuck Dixon and Alan Grant. It's just a really great story, and then it's it really ba- is. you know, and Azrael becomes Batman for a while, and then of course Death Metal, which I had you guys watch for the Batman and laughs. Yeah, that looks cool, right? Oh my uh, god, yeah, I'm super, super stoked! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the crazy thing is that was supposed to be a one-off. Yeah, and now it's like main continuity. Now his name is the Darkest Knight because he's he's uh, merged with Doctor Manhattan, so nice. he's Batman's evil Batman's brain and Doctor Manhattan's body. If you know who Doctor Manhattan is. Mm. He's that big blue. He's a big blue guy that he's basically a god. He can snap his fingers and make anything happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He can like change. You, can change universes. Can <laughs> make anything happen. So one of the most amazing things going on right now, and I'll leave you with this one. It's the new Justice League run, to where basically the Batman who laughs has taken over all realities, and Batman gets himself a hold of a Black Lantern ring, and a Black Lantern ring can control life and death. Super awesome. <laughs> yeah. Super so, dope. yeah, so uh, I hope you guys liked that. That was uh, the history of Batman, as far as I can put it. What did you guys think? I learned a lot. <laughs> uh, fantastic. It was nice going down memory lane. Uh, yeah, well, thank you guys for being here with me. Oh, you were very welcome. Thanks again. All right, we'll see you guys next time. All right, bye, dude. Bye.